What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Steamers Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 9. Scoob's back! Scoob! Lord Tub of House Bins. How we doing? Not doing... Well, no. We... No. Not... I wasn't on over today. Good start. You you weren't hungover? No. I had vodka only last night thanks to Charlie Brown and Reezy's Chocolate Factory. Why does Reezy get the worst vodka? It's not even the worst vodka. It's... I think... I, I feel like there's like every friend group has that one person that just drinks shit that no one else wants. And that's Reezy. Reezy goes out and he gets... Literally, like, Russian vodka that you would never find in a store. There's definitely a secret aisle that no one knows about or a store that he goes to that doesn't speak English, and he picks up some type of weird shit. Yeah, he just walks in and starts mumbling Russian gibberish, and they're like, yeah, back here. And then he pull, and then he just walks away with a bottle of vodka. And then, I, and then I'm the one that's end up drinking it. And it ruined, it, it just, it all circles to me having to drink it, and it's terrible. Well, we all had to drink it. it was, yeah, I mean, I just hate vodka, because when I drink it, I end up getting kicked out of a pizza pizza shop at 2 a.m. That was, that was really funny. You were the most hated person in that pizza place, and that was like everyone that came out of the bars were like there, and the whole... Everyone inside the restaurant just hated you. I'm they surprised booed I didn't you get out of the, the, Yeah. <laughs> All because you jumped the line. <laughs> I booed with them. That was the best part. I, I booed with everyone else. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally was like, fuck that guy. And then you came back in and said, yo, we're leaving. I'm like, all right, I'm coming. <laughs> so that was it. I just, had, I just had to go along with it. Yeah. I think... I was just too drunk because I didn't realize when we went to the back of the line, I didn't realize that we were in a line. So then I moved to the front. I was like, I thought we were like just looking at the pizzas. And then I just walked past everybody, walk up to the front, and she was like, you just cut the whole entire line, didn't you? And I was like. No denial. <clears throat> yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh, didn't know that one. Um yeah, almost died. Almost got jumped. I think I ended up talking shit while I was leaving, too. Like, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. <laughs> that was, like, the biggest rage. It was like you just raged your way out. You're like, no, fuck this place. Fuck all of you. And like, you just walked out. All you people are so stupid. The pizza will, So I got a slice of pizza before we went to the bar from that place, before it was packed. Maybe at, like, 11 or 11.30. And it wasn't even worth it. But yeah, by no, the time I, we I left, I was like, damn, I really want to get pizza again. It was complete irony that when you went the first time, it was like an in and out. Like, you literally were in and out in like 10 seconds. And Dude, you got, yeah. And then the, the second time, it was just literally the line was out the door. I went in there and was out so quick. It was like they just handed me a pizza right as I walked in. But, yeah, um, probably never going back there. All right. I think I think we should get into some of this week three action, and one of the big stories right now is the the younger QBs taking over. In week three, in like th- just if you would have told me this is our week three starting lineup of quarterbacks, I I just I can't believe it. 
Daniel Jones, Kyle Allen, Mason Rudolph, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater. The gloves are back. Josh Rosen. Who Jacoby Brissett. Jaco- well, Jacoby, yeah. I mean, he was going to be the starter. Yes. All year, but still. Luke Falk. Well, that, yeah. that's just irrelevant. Yeah. Um, I want to get some thoughts on some of these quarterbacks because two of them, two or three of them, I guess, I guess half of them won. You got Jones beating the Buccaneers, Kyle Allen beating the Cardinals, Teddy beating the uh, Seahawks. Then you had Rudolph. Rudolph who, almost. Won. Yeah, Rudolph almost won. Um, but the, I mean that was mostly like the 49ers had like five turnovers. I mean, let's start with the the big name, Daniel Jones. Um, Holy shit! It makes you wonder why they waited this long. Uh, I guess it was just out of respect of Eli Manning, but uh, it was like night and day um, between the two. The The best part about his win, I mean, I'm glad they won, even though it's the Giants, but he ran two touchdowns. You don't, you weren't getting that with Eli Manning ever, ever. Yeah, that's a huge change between the two. Daniel Jones can actually run the ball. And his throws were really good. Yeah, I mean, granted the the one Barrett on the defensive side for the Bucks had a monster game. Oh my goodness, but, that guy had so many sacks. He had yeah. more sacks in that game than the Eagles have all season. But he brought life to the passing. Like, I, and Saquon going down was a huge. Even they won with Saquon going down. That's like the big. Yeah, like I was my thing that I'm that, blown away about. Um, Saquon going down. I don't. Saquon really was a non-factor in this game. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like him from the start. I didn't ten yards, four catches for twenty-seven. So him leaving, it's like he was. It was like he wasn't there to begin with. So the fact that Daniel Jones led this comeback, it was twenty-eight to ten at halftime. Um, that kicker, and he he missing Matt Gay. I the kicker's names at this point, I can't even keep up with. Yeah, f- following the kickers in this league too is getting like it's like the same as the quarterbacks. Even Vinatieri's almost out. The dude almost retired, and his first kick, he comes back and doinks it off the the left. Uh, yeah, it did go crossbar. So that's good. He was getting like cheered for before the kick. But, but uh, it's, go yeah, ahead, sorry, go I want to get back into where we were with Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones, very impressive. He beat Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. I mean, they missed the field goal. I, everything looked good. He, he has he has all the tools. He can move in the pocket, makes good throws. His one touchdown to Sterling Shepard was a dime, and uh, it's just so, it's so much better for that Giants offense. Yeah, um, I think they played more energized too. Just like having that change, um, kind of sparked something in them. I think they're. I mean, how long can you fucking play with Eli Manning? So. Um, yeah. Also, that that Evan Ingram touchdown was filthy. Yeah, he's he's an animal. He, his value j- is through the roof now. He can be he could easily be the probably best tight end with Kelsey. He's like he runs like a four, th- at least a four four. Yeah, you know he's a receiver. He, it's insane. Yeah, he was outrunning cornerbacks easily on that run. Um, but like, what's your big takeaway here? Like, what is what is the prediction going forward for the is, Giants? For well, yeah, for the Giants and for Daniel Jones, I think he's going to carry them to around a five hundred record. 
That's interesting. I um, think that he can. He can. I mean, so that's not that's that's factor in that they started with two losses. So like, I'm saying that he, he goes, goes like five hundred. The next. Yeah. So he does something like that. So they don't have. I don't think they end with the winning record, but they're going to be a team that they're not a pushover anymore. Definitely not just a push. I mean, their defense, they can't stop shit. Their They're, offense, though, they can put up points. Their offense moves the ball, for sure. So they'll stay in games. It's just it really depends on how their defense plays. Um, but, and, but the two things that you got to fact, they didn't even have Golden Tate. Yeah. Who now is probably going to have fantasy value. And then Saquon Barkley getting hurt. I mean, you, you didn't even see the offense fully healthy. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, how long is... Is a uh, running back usually out for a high ankle sprain? I wonder if that's like uh, a, that's like a that could be like six weeks. Yeah, for that's, a high ankle sprain, those are usually longer. That's a, I mean, that's something that's that we should talk about. Like, that's the number one overall pick in fantasy, going to be out for six weeks potentially. I didn't get him. That, yeah, that I know that some people did. I know. I mean, everyone did that had first overall pick. That really sucks. I mean, unless their team like. Your team's good enough where that you can still make playoffs for when he comes back. Yeah, him being in a boot and on crutches just tells me that it's not. It didn't look good that he just changed right away and he's out there on crutches and a boot. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I have a little bit different of a take. I don't think that they're gonna go seven and nine. Um, Maybe five and eleven, or six I think they're and gonna 10. win at least a couple games. And like I said, their schedule's not hard. Like yeah, but it's it's. I mean, it's still the Bucks. I don't really. I still don't know what to make of the Bucks. And here's here was this Jameis Winston game. Remember, remember when I said that Jameis Winston had over twenty points every game at home last year. Here's just one of those games where I I literally just said I'm so done with Jameis Winston. And he goes out and throws three. Was it three eighty and three touchdowns? Yeah. And Mike Evans. Praise the Lord! I can't wait till we recap my FanDuel picks because Mike Evans, I, I want, I want to hear all of it. Yeah, and he went off. Yeah, Jesus. so yeah, yeah, it's the Bucks, but they were that field goal away from being the leader of that division. Yeah, I mean the Saints won, but uh, the Saint it, they won because of the special teams coming through today. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you think Saints are back in it? Like, do you think they're gonna win the division? Yeah, they could, but I mean, we'll we'll see. I still want to go over. We're not talking about the Saints in this. I want to talk about Kyle Allen today, because Cam Newton. I I think after that game, you got to think Cam Newton's not gonna be rushed back or even. I I the way Kyle Allen looked, he looked phenomenal. Also, so he threw four touchdowns. Yeah. That he outplayed Kyler, for sure. Kyler ended up having some bad interceptions. Um, I don't even. I didn't even know Kyle Allen until this week. Is he a rookie? No. I have no idea who he is. Um, and he came in and lit it up. Honestly, that's the NFL for you. We yeah. don't know who they are. And then, but they do some shit. Greg to ruin Olson your weeks. also turning back the clock. Um, back to back weeks. He's had good games. Yeah. I'm kind of tight about it. Um, TJ had Olsen and uh, what's his name, Mike Evans. So you're, you're fuck not, you're me, not I guess. Yeah, I'm. 
TJ was with me in the pizza place saying "fuck you" because we knew <laughs> you were gonna get your ass kicked. Uh, but yeah, so if Cam, so Cam has a potential of coming back next week. Do they? Are they gonna? What are they gonna say? What I'm saying. I'm saying hell no. I'm saying no. You know what? We don't even think your foot's ready. Get, uh, heal that foot. Heal that shoulder. Whatever the hell you got going on. Yeah, I think after this week, um, I mean Kyle Allen just looked a lot more accurate. Um, way better. So like Cam went twenty four for fifty last week, and Kyle Allen goes nineteen for twenty six this week. Um, uh, granted, granted, like this is the same thing with Daniel Jones. Like this is against a bad pass defense in Arizona. Yeah, they don't have their corners, but. You see that the Panthers have weapons that when they get open, if you make the throw, they're gonna put. They can make shit happen. Cam yeah. Newton just wasn't making the throws. Yeah, he was missing throws. So he has to have been playing hurt. It's more of the fact that it's whoever's gonna be in there to make the throw. If Kyle Allen's making the throws, and why why not roll with Kyle Allen? Yeah, um, Cam Newton's not scrambling like he did before. Yeah, my take. If I were them, I would. Tell Cam to sit out another week, take more time to get healthy, see if Kyle Allen, see how he does um, next week, and then kind of feel it out from there. Um, also, if you sit Cam again, even when he feels like he should be able to play, like maybe when you go back to him, he'll be more motivated and play better. So that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm not ready. Like, I'm not saying that they should completely just roll with Kyle Allen. I'm saying this should be a week to week thing right now. Ride the hot hand. If it keeps working for you and your passing game starts looking better. You saw what happened with McCaffrey. McCaffrey had a monster game. Yeah, that one run, uh, this long touchdown run was so filthy. Yeah. It was so nice. He's so fast, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> and here, let's move on to another QB. I want to, I think this is a lot, this will be our last QB we're going to talk about. And it's Mason Rudolph. So, I, my thing is is that I said before about trading for Minka Fitzpatrick. If you're giving up your first-round pick, that means they have to be invested in Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Obviously, they lost they this game. They definitely like him. But he had him in it. He had him in it. I mean, 49ers. I, I, am, I don't know what to think about the 49ers anymore. I think that it's a good sign that they had five turnovers. Yeah, five turnovers, I believe. If not more, and they still ended up winning the game. It's I think it's the before their defense was the they couldn't stop showing defense. Their the run defense used to be terrible. Now their pass rush is nasty. Yeah. The the problem is the the sloppiness of the offense. Holy shit! If Kyle Shanahan doesn't give Breda a carry within the thir- like the red zone. All see, I don't think he's gonna do it all season. I think he yeah. literally, literally has like a, a line. They have a plan. They have a. It's a committee. So they no. Breda had sixteen touches, and it, all of them came in his own territory. They never used him within the thirty yard line or the red zone. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What I'm saying is they obviously like, like obviously Je- like Jeff Wilson's getting all the goal line carries. Obviously, they have a reason behind that. Like they. They just have a plan, I guess. Um, Breda's Breda's hands down the best one, though. Yeah. Mo- Moster fumbled a couple times Twice. today. Yeah. His first carry, he ended up getting the fumble back, and it was a negative 18-yard rush. So it was essentially a fumble anyway, fantasy-wise. 
Um, but so for Mason Rudolph, um, he looked like so he looked good. Like there wasn't much drop off between his play and how Big Ben was playing. No, it looked all. like the same type of game. I don't really think that there's any value hurting. I think honestly that they can roll with Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I just I think for him to start playing well, James Connor's got to get rolling, dude. Like I don't know what's good with Connor this year. This is this is it. I'm telling you right now that I think Pittsburgh was way over their heads about their their situation with Connor and uh, Juju. Like Juju and Connor, are good, but you got rid of Le'Veon and AB, who were great. Yeah, you're replacing two but, studs with two guys that. The thing is, I don't see how you could have... I mean, I didn't hear anyone predicting that James Conner wasn't going to have the same kind of year as last year. I don't know why you would think that, because it's the same situation. Um, so, I think it's shot... Like, he has dropped off significantly since last year. He, um, he does not look like... I had to use a first-round pick, because I was st- I was stuck between a receiver or him in my, in my fantasy... In two of my fantasy drafts. Yeah. Because... It's looking like a bust right now. Yeah, and it's it's hurting me. It's I, he also had a fumble t- today too, right? Well, he was he was questionable going to the game. He said he was going to yeah. play all week, but like, I mean, seriously, he's yet to get all, either a hundred yards. Like his most fantasy points is like eleven, and it's like, no, just do better. What the hell is that? I'm not. Yeah, I, I didn't terrible. like. You can't. It's weird too, though, because they didn't even end up using Jalen Samuels at all. Like they, he had no rushes. I mean, he was in on a couple snaps, I think. But um, if you're a running back, sir, they got they just they have to figure out the run game more there. That's that's a really poor job. Like I think Tomlin deserves some of the blame there if they can't. Like you got to find a hot hand at some point running the ball to help your young quarterback, and that's just an awful showing. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I mean, takeaway from that, I think Mason Rudolph is still going to have them in games. Like, I, I think Big Ben looked like he was dropping off this year. So, yeah, I mean. And I, here's – it's just going to be something we got to watch. I mean, are, is Big Ben coming back? He says he's coming back. You know, getting back from a your, your throwing injury, the only thing that he can do is throw a football. Yeah. So, if he can't if, – if he can't throw a football – all, it's gonna be all season. He's gonna sit there and watch, and he's gonna see how the Steelers do, and then go into rehab. And if he starts getting aggravated pains or something, he's not gonna keep throwing. He's not getting surgery, so the only way is if it naturally heals. I, there's no like, I think he's done. I really, I don't think he's. I think this is Mason Rudolph's team now. Yeah, I just don't see how um, coming like he, him coming back from that injury and the Steelers being like, yeah, like we want you to play instead of. This young quarterback we've been developing for a couple of years now, and now he has a season of experience. I just don't see it. So, and I don't see him playing somewhere else. So, I would say odds are, Big Ben, you had a good career. See what happens. So the take on Steamers Pod is, we are moving out of the Eli Manning, Cam Newton, Big Ben era, and into the Daniel Jones, Kyle Allen, Mason Rudolph era. And potentially Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> and the Two Gloves. <laughs> nah, Breeze will come back. Yeah, well, no, Breeze will be back week seven. All right. I just brought up his name. We didn't really talk much about him, but he's been a pain in the ass this entire first couple weeks of the season. 
He's now a free agent, apparently not coming back. A.B., I really am sick of A.B. I'm sick of all this shit. If you're that talented, that gifted, and you have nothing against you, just go play goddamn football and stop bitching about shit. Just go put your helmet on, get in the locker room, go get your money. I'm sick of all this, like, I can't tell. It's like he goes in, you see him on the field, he's practicing, celebrating with his teammates. The next day, there's a stupid report about about another thing that he has. Like, It's what? always something with him. It's always something. Just get on the field and play football. See, like, you're right when you say that the Steelers miss him on the field. Um, but this was my entire point about him. Like, yeah. it's just not worth Like, even the Patriots are like, get this guy off our team right now. It's just not worth He's not worth the baggage at all. Um, he's always complaining about something. Like, his Twitter... His Twitter today was ridiculous. And him calling out, he's just calling out people at this point like, oh, well, look at Never. your sexual allegations. Like, yeah. no, just say, I'm not, I am, if you are not guilty and everyone's accusing you, you need to come out with the statement saying, I'm not guilty. Well, I will let the court prove this wrong, like that this allegation is false. Yeah. I just want to play football. It looks so bad. Like, if, the fact that you feel... Like, you have to feel so insecure about yourself to come at another man about that yeah. shit. Like, bringing up... Digging up people's dirty laundry. Like, that is... That is such a horrible so look. So, my... Th- my... Pre- I got... I think we have to start trying to predict it at this point. Because it's the most, like, ridiculous situation. Like, I think Vegas should start putting odds out. Like, what's Antonio Brown's next dilemma? Yeah. And... It's gonna be something. My... My thing is that... His agent is gonna basically let him go and say, "I'm, I'm not, I'm not representing you anymore." Because Dude, he's ruining his reputation. Like he's not gonna do any. Like forget football. Like he's not gonna be associated with like any business. Yeah. So because he's lost his endorsements, he's lost thirty nine million guaranteed. So I, I had, I think I told you this today, Jacob. I said, I don't even. I, this is why I think the agent's next because. Yeah. How much money do you think this costed his agent? Yeah. Thirty mil yeah. guaranteed. I, I gotta think he's getting ten percent, right? So you got. Yeah. I mean, you gotta get. I would. I'm pretty sure it's Drew Rosenhaus is his agent. Mm-hmm. I would be, dude. I would get the fuck out of there, man. Yeah. That's just something. That's such a headache to deal with. Like, unless AB's still paying him a lot of his, like, out of his own money. I don't know, man. That's you gotta get out of that. If all right, so this. This puts out the question. If A.B. decides to try and play football again for the NFL, what team would it be and why? I just can't see a team taking a chance on him. I'd, I I could name like two, probably three teams that take a chance on him. Well, he let's not forget that he literally tweeted today that he's not playing football anymore. Yeah, I know. I know he tweeted. I mean, I, I know that he – it's like bipolar at this point. Like he's he's just going to change his mind and want to play tomorrow. Um, but that doesn't mean that a team is going to take a chance on him. I don't know if – if, if I'm any NFL team, I don't take a chance on him. That's just my stance. But – I get like predicting good teams that should want to pick them up. Um, what were your teams in mind? I think I I have like a number one pick, and it's like this is where you go when you have all this shit in the NFL. You go to a team like this. You go to Buffalo Bills, <laughs> and it's like, see when when I think about a player that's in a bad situation or like a player that's got all this shit going on, and it's like, well, where's he gonna end up? You like you know like 
Kansas City's like, we're too focused to pick them up. The Rams, same way. Like, those type of teams aren't going to go pick them up at this point because the Patriots tried. Didn't work. But then I look at a team that's like Buffalo, and you're 3-0. and Your defense is playing really well. Your offense just needs a little more firepower to keep up with these teams because Josh Allen's looking really good right now. Like, go, like, if I'm Buffalo, why not? Do you really think that you have a chance against New England this year? And if you do, I think that you need to make sure, like, you need to give yourself that insurance to say that you can take on New England. Yeah, plus picking up AB, obviously, he's going to be pissed at the Patriots now. So, and it's two revenge the, the, games. Yeah, yeah. it's two revenge games already. Um, and I agree that the Bills have been so irrelevant for so long and they don't really have a winning culture there that, like, it's kind of worth it for them to take a shot on something like this. Like, who I wanted to say was, like, someone like the Ravens, but, like, the Ravens just aren't going to do that. Like, they have a winning culture. They kind of model yeah. the way they play off they're, of, like, the they're Patriots. They're keeping a silent, like, like yeah. you said, like, they have, like, this silent mentality that they're just going in places and playing football. Yeah, they're and not they're, gonna, they look good. Yeah. They're, so it wouldn't work for the Ravens, even though they would obviously really want a wide receiver of their cal- of I mean, caliber. they kind of already have, because, I mean, they got Hollywood Brown, who's, I think he's cousins with A.B. Yeah. But the idea is they already have that type of receiver. Obviously, A.B. would help, but it's like. Yeah, plus I don't think they would want. Antonio Brown influencing his cousin on a team like that, like as a rookie, like you don't want, you want to bring him up your way, not have AB influencing him. So, <clears throat> yeah, I just don't see the, the Ravens, but I I kind of like your Bills take. I don't, did you have another team? Um, like it's got to be a team that's like they're looking for what's gonna put them over the edge, and I I don't know. I I really like I just. I think the Bills. I literally think the Bills. I Yeah. I don't know what other team I would say like would you send a player here to change their whole culture? Yeah, I can't really think of anyone else. I, w- I was thinking about saying the 49ers, but um cuz they're kind of in the same situation they as the are, Bills, but, but they have more of like a like a classier organization, like more of a winning culture like I don't know. I feel like they've won championships. Bills are tra- still trying to figure out how they want to win championships. I so like that the, kinda... actually that's probably a really good team to put. There. I, I do like the 49ers. It's not because like I said, they're you got to they have to deal with the Rams. It's the same situation. You know yeah. a team right there that you have to battle. Why not? You know why not get us back to where we want to be? Yeah, I I just I really want this whole AB thing to be over because I can't stand listening to sports shows or watching TV and all they talk about is AB being a clown. We understand that he's a clown. Like, get over it. Like, I, how many times can you explain in different ways that the guy's a clown? Yeah. I did love Shannon Sharp, though, going off on him on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. And then he, his AB's <laughs> response to Shannon Sharp was the... Oh, I didn't see the response. Well, he sent. Is this? Did Shannon Sharp respond to the the picture that AB put of his allegation? Yeah, from like Shane like, put the six nine picture up. Uh yeah, yeah. He was saying Clown Tonio six nine. Oh my god! And it's a picture of AB with the six nine. Oh my god! It's it's so funny. Um, but yeah, Shannon's just been destroying him on Twitter, and it's been awesome. All right, let's move on from this clown. (laughs) 
I put out some picks when I did the solo podcast this week for FanDuel for cash out or blackout. I'm going to recap those right now. Let's do if it. If you listen to these takes, I think you cashed out this week. Because ho baby, ho and his babiness. That's a new one. Yeah, I don't know about that, dude. I cashed out a little bit today. But looking over it, so the QBs that said Wentz, Kyler, Josh Allen, Brady. None of them below 19. And then my no one pick. Hope you took the boy. Hope you took Daniel Jones because he hit for 34. That's insane. Yeah, that's that was a really good pick. Um, He went off. Oh, my God. Yeah, the strategy today is if you took Daniel Jones, you were able to take two solid running backs. Uh, hopefully it was McCaffrey because that was one of my guys that said. I took Dalvin as well. Dalvin at 22. He should have had more. Freaking yeah, Madison, Madison took that touchdown that. away. Yeah. Some of the other guys I said, I mean, Eckler, I wasn't huge on Eckler, but it was a guy I liked for his matchup for the pass catcher. Still at double digits. DJ, 15. Mixon, he was 6,500, 16 points. Yeah, that's that was a good pick for this week. And oh, I free, I was really hoping Freeman had a touchdown here because it would have looked really nice. He had like he had like 90 yards and just like he was running really well, just didn't get the touchdown. Yeah. But then the no one, another no one pick. My no ones were on this week. Tony Pollard. Yeah, that was a really good pick. He had 20. He's he looked good, too. Hit. I mean, it is the Dolphins, but he looked good. He he had I think he had more points than Zeke. He did. He had more points than Zeke. I think Zeke had, like, 16. <clears throat> I I can't, like, I, this was just a risk play. I didn't actually try to bet on it. I should have. It would have been huge. Because what you needed to do was these receivers, and I said that the only receivers I was paying for this week were Julio, maybe Michael Thomas, and Keenan Allen. Well, Julio went off. Keenan Allen went off. Thomas had his touchdown. He had a decent week. Keenan Allen really went off. But then I said week three was the week that when your boys didn't have touchdowns, they were getting the touchdowns. And Mike Evans, he was a hot take for me. He had 41. He had three first half touchdowns. He caught a 44-yard bomb. Right before the end of the game to set them up for the game-winning field goal, but, but Matt Gay missed it. Yeah. Big misses. I mean, Diggs was my big miss. I think that – I. What is going on with Diggs? It's – it's they're just – they're not throwing the ball. They're really not. Yeah. But, like, he's one of those, like, big playmakers, game changers. You think he'd demand it kind of? I don't know what is going on with him. I think Hollywood was another – I took Hollywood, and I took him out of a lot of lineups because – he the weather was coming in really shitty. Yeah. But he still had like ten targets and he ended up with like six points. I mean, not obviously not what you want, but and then Fitz, he caught that early touchdown. It's just uh they couldn't keep throwing to him. The Cardinals really broke down. Yeah. Uh Kyler started to look like a rookie after first couple good drives, so that kind of ruined Fitz's game. And then the no ones of receiver uh, Cobb had a touchdown called back that sucked. That would have been nice. Aguilar, he had a really good week. He had two touchdowns. He did drop a couple balls for us. I mean, they had a fumble. It, we're, fumble. we're not getting into the Eagles today. We're getting, we're getting into them To tomorrow. process it for a day. Yeah. Tight ends, I mean, Ertz did not get his touchdown. They were doubling him like crazy. Kittle didn't get his touchdown. I still can't believe Ertz and Kittle don't have touchdowns. I don't know what the hell is going on. Evan Ingram, 20. 
I literally just crossed out on my sheet because I wrote it in the biggest letters, all capitalized. Literally, I wrote Vance, and I crossed oh him out because Vance, Vance did not, did not show up today. Yeah, Vance, you ruined your revenge game. I'm, I'm, and Mark Andrews still don't know who the hell you are, but he, he barely even played. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, happy. I was thinking about putting him in my flex or fits, so I'm happy I didn't. So I mean, if you if you took these picks, if you went with the Daniel Jones, McCaffrey, if you tried to take Dalvin, or if you went down to like Mixon or DJ, but if you had Mike Evans, like I said, Keenan Allen, Julio, if you took one like that combo three, oh God, you you really you must have cashed out a lot today. I'm pissed. I didn't. I didn't. I had all of them like spread across. I just didn't. I didn't try to stack Julio with Keenan and uh, Evans. I mean, that's a lot of money to put on wide receiver. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Because I, I like Fitzgerald too much. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that would have been a wild strategy, but it would have definitely put, paid off. Damn. So pretty good week for you. Yeah. Now bounce back from week two. So I'll take it. I'll be doing more research, getting those picks out for Thursday. Yeah. I'll be I'll be ready for those. But we do got two games left this week, Scoob. Yeah. Sunday um, Night Football, which just kicked off for us. Yeah, Good. I haven't checked what's going on with that yet. Rams at the Browns. Um, I'm pretty sure the Browns have either their cornerbacks are banged up or just straight up not playing, so that's going to suck for them. Um, their O line's trash. The Rams have a great D line. They're gonna eat. I really don't like the Browns at all. In this no, game. and their whole secondary's out. So my yeah. whole thing was, the only way they're gonna win is if Baker shows out. Dude, Baker is not that good. At least yet. Um, the, the he should have crushed the Jets last week, and he looked pretty pretty bad. So. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I agree that he has to step up and play if they want to win, but I just don't see it, at least for a little bit, like maybe later this year, maybe next year. They just don't have it right now, especially with that O-line. Um, I did end up taking Rams minus 3.5 in this game. I think it jumped to 4 probably after yeah. you took that. But I I was going to – I mean, I didn't – I don't, I can't still can't bet, but <laughs> – uh, I think the over under for this was forty eight and a half, I believe. Um, I think it's I'm, I'm just staying away from that. Um, I didn't end up betting that because if I had to bet, I would probably take the under just because I think the Browns aren't gonna score really. Um, yeah, and then we got the Monday Night Football game. That's a heater. Where uh, honestly. I want the Bears to win now because um, our division is just like – I mean, obviously the Redskins aren't going to catch up, I don't think, but I'd rather them not be tied with the Eagles in our division right now Yeah, seriously. along with the Giants. Jesus. It's actually really embarrassing that after week three we're tied with the Giants and you two we, games we back were, already. We were on edge of being 0-3, right? Our win oh my was God, against yeah. the Redskins and we – we could have easily lost no, that game. No, no more Eagles. I'm done with Eagles for today. Yeah. But, uh... What do you think of this Bears-Redskins game? I think Bears could be on upset alert. 
I took Redskins plus five. I love that line. That's actually not bad yeah, at all. Yeah, and they're at home. I, I can't believe they're giving the Redskins five points at home against the Bears. Because really what – because their offense has, is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I know the Bears obviously have, like, the best defense in the league right there with, like, the Patriots and stuff, but I think the Redskins will still score. I think it's going to be hard for the Bears to score on the road in prime time, Mitch Trubisky. Um, so I love the Redskins plus five. Um, I like that too. Yeah. I really do. Um, yeah, so I don't know if the – I'm not going to take the Redskins to win, but I think they'll cover. And that's that's the take. Mm. I can't wait. Like, skip over the. We're, we're coming back for this Thursday night game when we get the Eagles Packers this week. But thank God that there's an actual good oh, game on, on prime time. Yeah, I mean, thank God it's this, a game I care about. Yeah, this like I the mean, game tomorrow's not terrible, but like, really? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm just I have to bet on that game because I don't really want to watch it at all. <laughs> I hate Trubisky. I hate the Redskins. Game's gonna suck. Thank I didn't know. I actually didn't even realize the Eagles were playing on Thursday. Um, that's kind of bad for us because we're banged up. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. So uh, if you're rocking with the podcast, hit us up on social media at Steamers Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check that also for the links to listen online. Um, there's a lot of different platforms to listen on now. So, uh, yeah, give us a follow. At Steamers Pod, damn it. At Steamers Pod. Give us a follow. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And your cousins. Tell your cousins. Tell everybody. Someone needs to know. You need to just start knocking on doors. Go door to door at Steamers Pod. Giving out business cards. We, we might need them. We might have to make some business cards. All right, guys, this is Season 1, Episode 9, Green Scoop signing off. See you tomorrow. See you, guys.